from preparing. I'm just recording it to see how loud it is. <laughs> see if the microphone's working. And welcome back to the Bug and a Rug podcast. As always, I'm Caitlin, and today I'm telling Jack a story about the devil's footprints. Ooh, this story may or may not keep us up at night. Hopefully, by the end of it, we will also be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug. But only time will tell. Dun dun. Anyway, um, how are you at like tracking footprints? Um, could you do it in the snow? Yeah, yeah, actually, yes, in the snow. Uh, yeah, to an extent. How confident are you of telling what type of animals' footprints there are in the snow? Minimal, but probably probably the same as your average person. Name one animal you for sure would be able to get right. Um, cat, because I saw one this morning. <laughs> uh, cat, deer, dog. Bitter dog. Getting pretty confident over here. What if it's like... Probably a chicken. A chicken. Yeah. Birds, ducks. Okay. That's geese. a lot. Okay, we're getting... Wow, all right. Um, But if we're going into like... Oh, is that a... Is that a crow or is that a cardinal? I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. The this one's bigger, so probably We know it's a bird. <laughs> yeah. So we're good with that. What type of goose is this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's more than one type of goose? Yeah. Interesting. There's... I saw on TikTok basically a long feathered goose. Have seen those? Uh, yeah, but not immediately. <laughs> uh, like in person? No, I've never seen one in person. Me neither. But um, there's like... I fear if it's technically like a Canada goose yeah. or if it's Canadian geese. I don't yeah. know. Either way, um, they're snow geese. Oh, what um, do those look like? They're all white with like a red, like a, where like the white part is on a Canadian goose. Yeah. It's black. Oh. Um, I didn't know that. I've never seen these. They have black tips. Um, there's like farm geese and stuff. Sure. Like the you see on like a like the little white ones with the orange bills. Sure, okay. I don't know what type of goose that technically is, but a farm like, goose. then there's like the gray ones and stuff. You're this is wildly outside of my <laughs> knowledge. I don't I know the one goose, and then there's some that are white. Yeah, there's a growing up close to one of my friends' houses. Um, they had a pond. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, the pond was in the center of, like, a residential area. Okay. And people, like, walk around it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a gray goose that um, lived there. Mm-hmm. And, like, a gray farm goose. Did it attack people? And it, it did. <laughs> it lived there for, like, a long time. Yeah. And people, like, built a little house and then they fed it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, almost, I'd say 15, 16 years or something. Really? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So long, long time. So if a goose got loose, would you be able to track it? <laughs> nah, if it walks everywhere, yeah. If it flies, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, on the night of February 8th, 1855, 
residents of Devon and Dorset, England, went to sleep to a heavy snowfall outside. Devon and Dorset is one place? No. Or Devon and? Devon and Dorset. Okay, I thought it was... Devon, England and Dorset, England. Okay. They're neighbors, I believe. All right. All seemed as if it was just another peaceful winter night until a series of hoof-like marks were discovered the next morning. These cloven prints measured approximately four inches long, three inches across, between eight and 16 inches apart, and mostly single file. Although the prints resembled those of a donkey, the gait was not of a four-legged animal, but of a bipedal creature. The hooves, legend has it, cut right through the snow and nearly to the ground below, almost as if they had been burned there. Reports were filed from more than 30 locations across Devon, England and Dorset, England, estimating a total distance between 40 and 100 miles were traveled. They were following, that's why I'm asking about tracking, they were following these footprints trying to figure out where they came from. Houses, rivers, haystacks, and other obstacles were traveled straight over. Footprints even appeared on the tops of snow-covered roofs, high walls, and at the entrances and exits of drain pipes as small as four inches in diameter. In some instances, accounts were reported of the prints skipping over areas or jumping from one place to another. There was even allegedly a pair of solitary prints found in the middle of a field. Confidence in your ability to track these footprints as described. Wow. What do you think they are? I don't know. So, or my brain instantly goes. I, I forget the name of the show. And you may have seen it. It was one of those like super bizarre Discovery slash History Channel shows that didn't make any sense. Okay. And it was just a dude. You're supposed to like outrun him. And he was on a horseback. <laughs> what? I, 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 want, I forget what it, it was. Something like, oh, can you outrace like a true cowboy sheriff? And he was like, and he'd be like, oh my god, he was like tracking you through. Essentially, like, what ha- is that? We need to watch this. And, and just be like, oh, these people. You like sniff and be like, they're here 13 minutes, seven seconds ago. And, and then, is, and then go, and, and you go back like 13 minutes ago and be like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> It was, what? I've but never one heard guy, this. one guy wore um, he wore shoes with like bear prints on the bottom, uh, okay. and the guy immediately realized like it wasn't a bear. Right, right. And he was like, "This is a person." Like, well, I feel like it'd be e- like I feel like not only would like yes, you can wear the prints, but you would have to have the gait of that animal as well. I feel like bears are huge. Like it would be yeah. so hard to like. <sighs> Unless you're bear crawling and going really slow, there's no way then, you could like. Um, like people would like walk into the water and then like try to back over their same steps or yeah. whatever, just like they'd be wet and they were mm-hmm. like they wouldn't go across. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, yeah, you stepped on your foot twice or whatever. That's and insane. Like, we need to watch this. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So you're saying that that guy could probably figure that this guy. out. That right? <laughs> That guy was strange, but yeah. So one guy. It was one guy. <laughs> oh my god. I, I don't know if anyone ever actually like beat him. I think one or two did. That's why. That's why they canceled it. But it was just he like was just winning all the time. It was like the guy who had to find all the like freshwater fish. Oh yeah, and he, river he, monster. Yeah, and he found every fish ever. <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're like, like the show's well, over because yeah, like, we literally have nowhere stuff. else like, to travel. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So, due to the odd circumstances surrounding these prints, residents began to believe that the Prince of Darkness himself had come looking for sinners across the land to steal back 
and take to hell, basically. Many actually refused to leave their houses, especially those who found the footprints on their house or on their porch or near their house, which kind of makes sense to me. That means they're sinners. That means they're sinners. Whether absolutely. or not, whether or not it is the devil, that means they've done something wrong in their. Yes. They just didn't tell anybody. I should have done. I really thought of like a. This would have been a great episode to do during Christmas because I could have made like a up on the house, up on the rooftop. Devils. Santa, right? <laughs> so it could have been Santa Claus. in the middle of March. In the middle of when was this? February. Yeah. <laughs> he was just late. He, there, was, he was delivering presents leap late. Years <laughs> and time change. Yeah. Was, he forgot that area. It's yeah. fine. The May 26, 1855 issue of Bell's Life in Sydney published in its miscellaneous extracts column a weekly dispatch describing the confusion surrounding the situation. Panic caused by the appearance of the devil in Devonshire. Considerable sensation has been caused in the towns of Topsham, Lipstone, Exmouth, Tangmouth, and Dawlish in the south of Devon, and the consequence of the discovery of a vast number of foot tracks of a most strange and mysterious description. The superstitious go so far as to believe that they are the marks of Satan himself, and that great excitement has been produced among all classes may be judged from the fact that the subject has been descanted on from the pulpit." It appears that on Thursday night last, there was a very heavy fall of snow in the neighborhood of Exeter in the south of Devon. On the following morning, the inhabitants of above towns were surprised at discovering the footmarks of some strange and mysterious animal, endowed with the power of ubiquity as the footprints wore to be seen in all kinds of unaccountable places, on the tops of houses, in narrow walls, in gardens and courtyards, enclosed by high walls and palings, as well as in open fields. There was hardly a garden in Lipstone where these footprints were not observable. The track appeared more like that of a biped than a quadruped, and the stops were generally eight inches in advance of each other. The impression of the foot closely resembled that of a donkey shoe and measured from an inch and a half to, in some instances, two and a half inches across. Hence in there it appeared as if clove, but in the generality of the steps the shoe was continuous, and from the snow in the center remaining entire, merely showering the outer crest of the foot, it must have been concave. The creature seems to have approached the doors of several houses, and then to have retreated, but no one has been able to discover the standing or resting point of this mysterious visitor. On Sunday last, the Reverend Mr. Musgrave alluded to the subject in his sermon, and suggested the possibility of the footprints being those of a kangaroo, but this could scarcely have been the case, as they were found on both sides of the estuary of Thou X. At present, it remains a mystery, and many superstitious people in the above towns are actually afraid to go outside their doors after night. I'm pretty impressed with myself. Did that in one take. I wrote this story a couple weeks ago. I think I would be great on a teleprompter. Yeah. I don't have the news reporter voice, though. You know what I mean? That was that was what was in the magazine. Basically, what they were saying is exactly what I said up above. People thought it was in Sydney, Australia. Sorry. No, 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 Sydney, no. But I, it was in. Um, I, was like, I think that was the name of the. So the time was questionable. Uh, the May 26, 1855 issue of the Bell's of Bell's Life in Sydney. I'm not sure if that was mm-hmm. the just the name of the newspaper in Devon, or if it was the name of a. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? That was the whole t- like Bell's Life in Sydney is the whole title. So, um, 
But anyway, footprints, cloven, really weird, bipedal creature. Uh, Mr. Musgrave, the reverend, started saying that he thought it was kangaroo. I want to say something right now. It's not a kangaroo. Mm. Because their footprints look nothing like that. Yeah, they're not hooved. <laughs> no. And they can't walk. They hop. They hop. So they can't move their legs like independently of each other. So there's no way. I guess maybe if they're sticking their feet close together, he's saying like, oh, it'd be... It looked like one foot, but they're way too big. Maybe a maybe a wall maybe a wallaby. Their feet are a bit smaller. They have hooves. No, but I think. Well, let me get into the theories, and then well, guess, it'll kind of make a little more sense. I guess if it's snow, the hooves really don't matter. Just if you're just pushing it down, it's circular and it's small. Like yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, we'll get into the theories because one actually makes a lot of sense with it potentially being an animal that can jump. So Reverend Musgrave indeed wrote in a letter to the Illustrated London News to explain his mentioning of kangaroos in his sermon. So this came out and everybody was like, oh my God, was it really kangaroos? And then he wrote this, quote, in the course of a few days, a report was circulated that a couple of kangaroos escaped from a private menagerie, Miss Fisher's, I believe, Mr. Fisher's, I believe, at Sidmouth. However, when no one could actually confirm this, he retracted this statement. Musgrave later admitted that he invented the story to distract his parishioners' concerns about the visit from the devil. Quote, I found a very apt opportunity to mention the name of kangaroo in allusion to the report then current. I certainly did not pin my faith to the version of the mystery, but the state of the public mind of villagers dreading to go out after sunset under the conviction that this was the devil's work rendered it very desirable that a turn should be given to such a degraded and vitiated notion. And I was thankful that a kangaroo served to disperse ideas so derogatory. Deny, deny, deny. I like it. Right, right, right. So he said, it's kangaroos. Everybody's like, well, where did you get this story? And he's like, so, oh, someone's private zoo, basically. The kangaroos got out. And they're like, no, they didn't. We actually checked with them. The kangaroos are still there. And he's like, well, I just didn't want to freak people out about it. Yeah. I just didn't want to scare anybody that the devil was coming. Control. So I said it was a kangaroo. <laughs> So if the kangaroo story was a hoax, was it actually a visit from Satan? That's my question. Did he make it up? Is he flip-flopping sides? Is he actually not a good reverend? I don't know. So a local man... Flip-flopping sides. Flip-flopping sides. I'm just saying. Like Lil Nas X. Anyway. (laughs) A local man, Major Carter, didn't think it was actually the devil. He claimed that his grandfather was a witness to, quote, an experimental balloon trailing two shackles on the end of its mooring ropes released by mistake from Devonport Dockyard. However, those who saw this were hushed up because the balloon wrecked a number of conservatories, greenhouses, and windows before finally landing in Honiton. Anyone who opposes this theory doesn't believe that a balloon with shackles could maneuver that distance without getting caught on an obstruction, though. So he's saying that this balloon got out, There's people who saw it. His grandfather witnessed it, but nobody wanted to come forward because then they would have to pay for all of the private property destruction that went on. And then other people were like, this story's baloney because how would a balloon travel 100 miles without getting caught on something? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. 
How are we feeling? If you had to choose between kangaroo, the devil, and a balloon with shackles tied to it, what do you think is going on right now? Um, what year is this? 1850-something? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> would, that ch- would that determine whether the devil was there or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not the devil. Sorry, I was drawing... When you said balloon, my brain... Kangaroos went, weren't invented yet. <laughs> kangaroos weren't invented yet, yeah. <laughs> Not till the early nineties. <laughs> um, the nineteen hundreds. The I. My brain was instantly going to like zeppelins, but that's too early. No, I think it was just like a, maybe like a hot air balloon prototype yeah. kind of situation going on. Um, nobody really described it past a balloon with shackles tied to it. Yeah. So you're going no balloon. You're going kangaroo. I'm drawing. I'm going, I don't know. I have a feeling this is probably some stupid teenage boys. <laughs> that traveled 100 miles? Oh, I forgot it so long. I wonder if the well, people... Between 40 and 100 miles. How do people just not know, like, they were walking in a big circle? Listen, I don't know. I don't know. Were they just... Hey, what the... <laughs> those go this way. No, they go this way. Well, I think that some of them were. I think they couldn't really tell which direction they exactly went because there were skips in. Like it wasn't like a straight, straight line. So if you don't think it's the devil or a kangaroo or a balloon, then you're like many other people who think it's a sentient organism, not a kangaroo, but like a cat, hare, bird, or a badger, perhaps. On March 3rd, 1855, Richard Owen sent a letter to the editor of the Illustrated London News arguing that a badger was, quote, the only plantigrade quadruped we have on this island, and it leaves footprints larger than what what would be supposed from its size. This theory proposed that there was more than one hungry badger out and about at night in search of food. But I don't think... In my opinion, badgers would have little claws. They'd have more footprints, like cats, little claws, raccoon hands. That's what I think badgers' paws would look like. Yeah, I'm also. Have you ever seen like when cats are in like waist high snow, or they yeah. try to use the same? Oh place? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's what I'm thinking of too. Like really, like they kind of walk in a straight line, and then they use the same paw prints. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a good point. Could be a lot of cats, especially if like it's just like a hole. If they're just smashed on top of each other, yeah. Like you can't tell that it's. Oh, this one has a thumb on the left side. Why does it have a thumb on the right side on it? Like, does it's right, right, right? That's true. That makes sense. Crossing. So it looks weird. I still don't think it'd be cloven though in shape for like a badger. Anyway, last theory that kind of ties back to the kangaroo theory, in my opinion. Thomas Fox, a brewer and brickmaker of Ballingdon, submitted illustrations of rodent tracks in varying snow depths to the Illustrated London News on March 10, 1855. His photographs and supporting diagrams show how rodents' hind and forelimbs create the hoof-shaped prints, which occur due to the motion of their limbs when they jump. He suggested that at least some of the prints could have made by hopping mice, such as wood mice. So, kangaroos don't really do this, but in theory, I think he's saying that their back feet, the ankles are kind of touching, and then the four, their hands are kind of right in line with where the tip of their toes would be. So when they jump, it kind of makes a hoof shape instead of a 
four feet shape. Does that make sense? Yeah. This one, in my opinion, makes the most sense because they could go on haystacks, rooftops, things like that without collapsing them and doing damage. And remember, there were some that were found near drain pipes. Those are the only things small enough that would go to drain pipes. And I bet if you're looking at it backwards, yeah, it makes more sense that it'd be a hoof if you're looking at it like if it's going to the right and you're looking at it if it's going to the left. Right, yeah. right. So, yes. Um, yeah, that checks out. Okay. The. And I think the we, kangaroo we, thing tied back into that because, in theory, like kangaroos could do that too. Yeah. But I think they'd be way too big for. The, the footprints. Hoofprints. Clover footprints. Whatever. That guy's... He's a brew keeper. Brewer and brick maker. Oh. He's got a weird hobby. <laughs> watching mice. And watching mice in the know. snow. He's just... <laughs> what, it's like, Yeah, but it's like people that watch birds. In the snow. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they don't well, watch... He's a photographer! They don't, in 1850? Uh, it says photogra- photographs and diagrams. <laughs> It's like when a, was the camera invented? <laughs> it would have been invented before, but it'd been like a process. Well, I don't think he's taking pictures of the mice. I think he's taking pictures of the oh the footprints. Their footprints in the snow. I don't think he's catching them in motion. What 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 are you saying? What is this face about? You're acting I'm like just, he's doing something. That's suspicious. I'm not saying it's that's suspicious. weird. I'm just saying it's weird. Like it's not. That's such a specific thing. It's not like oh, I really like. I really like birds. Yeah. What part of birds do you like? Oh, I only like birds' footprints in mud. And you're like, oh, okay. so you don't really like the bird? No. Let me ask you this. 1855. Yeah. What else are you doing? Stabbing people. <laughs> Getting away with it. I don't know. <laughs> Burning witches. You know what? Oddly, yes. That's true. That's fair. Well, in the end, no one could decide what the pillaging. exact <laughs> pillaging yeah farming foraging in the end no one could decide what the exact cause of the hoof, hoof prints found in the snow was the illustration associated with the occurrence is that of the demon called Buer, b-u-e-r not sure if that's the exact pronunciation so when you look it up a lot of a lot of People say, well, it might not be the Satan himself, but it's one of his demons. So this particular demon has the head of a lion and five goat legs surrounding its body so it can walk in every direction. Although residents hoped that it was just a few small woodland mice, it could have been a demon or the devil's footprints. Five legs? Eight. Five. Nope, it's five. It's a weird number. Like a pentagram. Yeah, but like, is the head in the center and the legs like... Yes, let me show you a picture. Like a star? Let me show you a picture. Don't be drinking my water. You got your glasses on? You got your contacts in? I don't. Oh, it's... How's it boop? Uh, I think the book's on the other side. (laughs) Demons don't boop. (laughs) Much like girls. (laughs) Yeah. That explains it. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Hold on! I'm offended right now. So, that's the end of the story. What do you think? Are you going to be able... Sorry. Is the story going to keep you up at night? Or are you going to be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug? He is. Um... Actually, I'll keep him up at night. <laughs> the the, if of, it was a mouse. For the rest of his life. <laughs> no, um... 
Uh, yeah, I'm still thinking about mouse snow guy. <laughs> I don't. That's a weird thing to take out of the story, I guess. But whatever, whatever. You... It's such a. <laughs> All you guys are wrong. <laughs> Here's my pictures of different different rodents in the snow. <laughs> that's rude. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Say that it, to his face, Thomas Fox. Say it to his face, Thomas Fox. <laughs> that's his I name. know. I know. Uh, I know some foxes. Are they related to Thomas Fox? Do they Maybe. have a weird hobby of looking at mice? I never asked. <laughs> I can. I can. I'll call him. So that's what's going to keep you up at night—a man and his and his harmless hobbies. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. There's plenty of people who have worse hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a. It's such a weird thing. You read the paper about you read the paper about all those footprints about the devil, morons. <laughs> morons. I, I, know. I know exactly De- what it dear, is. Dear, dear editor, you guys are fucking <laughs> dumb. <laughs> See attached sp- drawings of See attached. one mouse in snow. <laughs> See, and it's not even the footprints; it's just a mouse that he's painted with a little cup of tea or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god she attached blueprints of mice jumping in snow <laughs> i've i've done he has diagrams of him like um calculating the trajectory of like how far the mouse could jump <laughs> oh my god your, mat, your mats are on the earth's flat wrong <laughs> <laughs> look at this mouse look at this mouse jump from here to here you can tell the earth <laughs> is elliptical <laughs> Oh my god! Sorry, I know that that is throwing your story completely off. No, no, no! I'm totally fine. Uh, I personally think it was the mouse or a devil. What did you? What do you think it a was? A devil or the devil? Well, it could be uh, a demon. It could be a demon. Mm. That's not the devil. I think the demon has. He's a big snow. The devil's a big snow guy. I think the devil would be like we associated him with fire, but I think it would also be like a. Well, this brings people suffering if it's really cold, so it's chill. You think you can just beat the devil with ice? I don't think that's how it works. Oh, yeah. Krampus, that's a demon, and he's... Mm, big snow guy. Big snow guy. Yeti. Is he a demon? <laughs> no. Not in Monsters, Inc. <laughs> Sorry. Are you saying, like, every mm-hmm. cryptid's a demon? So Bigfoot? Harmless Bigfoot that's never hurt a person in their life? Except for jerky? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you wouldn't know it's still me up at night it's that accident stop are we gonna talk about this now no we saw they're okay everyone's okay we did see a car flip over we didn't see the car flip we didn't over. see the car flip over we were the first ones on the scene post car flipping over and we genuinely thought that the woman inside was dead yeah 100%. was fine crawled out totally yeah. fine found her chihuahua that was in the car with her that was also totally fine yeah. everybody was fine she lost a lot of stuff out of her car. I yeah. hope she's okay. I think yeah. I've thought about her every day since it happened. Yeah. I 100%. I, I, we thought she was dead. <clears throat> our lives. I told Jack yesterday that our lives would have been on a very different tra- trajectory since that day. But since she and the Chihuahua were both fine. Yeah. All I, good. I think we're, we're good. We've coped a little bit better than I thought we would have. Sh- would Should we have talked about it with a therapist? Probably, because we're still <laughs> We're still on. talking about we're it. Talking about That's it. what the microphone is for. <laughs> and the cats. But that was way off track. But anyway, we're fine. If you want us to talk about it more in depth, I could. we could probably do a 45-minute podcast about that in itself. Yep. 
I can't wait to tell Genesis John and Matt about it because I miss Running Club and Crochet Club. Oh, yeah. Because of work? And yesterday well, we were just doing nothing. The birthday party was oh, birthday yeah. party, and then I was on the way back from the birthday party. Mm. So. And then we left that scene on the interstate, and I could barely drive above 60 because I was like, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm terrified now. <laughs> anyway. I'm glad she's okay. I'm glad the Chihuahua's okay. I'm glad that everybody in these towns are okay and that the devil did not come for them. That we know of. That we know of. At least not that evening. Right. We could have just been stalking If the devil's footprints are on your front door, let us know. If you have a ring. Does that mean the devil's a vampire? I don't think so. can't get in your house without you inviting him. Oh, maybe. Interesting. Interesting. Lots of things to think about. Spat a basketball. <laughs> yeah, he is. All right. Last thoughts and feelings about it. You want to talk more about the car accident? You want to talk more about the guy with the mice? He didn't. I wonder if he had mice. Maybe. Those were his pet mice. He had three super different. He was a brewer, a brick maker. Yeah. They're, photographer. Photographer. Just do it all. Mr. Freelance. Basically Cinderella. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. It's more like Snow White. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Cinderella. That's true. Cinderella had the mice specifically, though. That's where I was going. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? He makes clothes for his mice. (laughs) (laughs) Snow shoes. (laughs) Because he doesn't want him to get caught. He doesn't want him to get caught. Yeah. So he makes them little snowshoes and little snow jackets. Beanies. That way nobody will ever know that those mice are hopping on their porches. And their roofs. And their roofs. And their hay. And their hay. And the one tiny set of prints in the middle of a corn field. Yeah. Is there corn in England? Scotland? <laughs> Wales? No. Doesn't no. grow. Doesn't grow. Doesn't grow. There. Too rocky. <laughs> that can't possibly be true. It's all bad. Or grain over there, right? I don't, know. I don't know. Never been. We should we should go. We should find out. We should find Devin, out. Devon, if anyone lives in Devon. Let us know if you grow corn there. Yeah. Let us know if you see any wood mice. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know if you've ever been first on scene to a car accident. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we Just should... write me a letter. I get bored sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Email us. BIRpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. And we'll talk about it more. Yeah. Maybe on its own special episode. Episode 203. Oh, that's a long time. I got to keep this up for a while. <laughs> We're going to get to 203. <laughs> anyway. My snow and rollovers. Yeah, that's what rollovers. <laughs> we got to stop this. We got to sign off. <laughs> Any last comments, questions, or concerns? She looks angry. She does look angry because we keep going off topic. Hmm. Our producer's mad at us. Our producer's mad at us. Our producer, director, writer. No, wait, I'm the writer, technically. Okay. I'm she's Choreographer. A, she's producer, director, choreographer. I'm writer, editor. Wouldn't I be the producer because I post it? Yeah. Lazy. Stop. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. If you want to see pictures of the... Actually, I think the guy's diagrams of the mice might be an option. Um, you can go to Facebook. It's just Bugging a Rug. You could also go to our Twitter or Instagram, BIR Podcast. 
you can email us. I already said the email. You can check out my resources, uh, bugandarug.podbean.com. Until next time, signing off, I'm Kaylin. I'm Jack. Bye.